Welcome to Tool World. We're your hosts. I'm Gordon Ju. And I'm David Ju. And we're here to discuss everything about ITF patterns. If you're interested in learning more, make sure to like the podcast. All right, welcome back to another Tool World podcast. I'm your host, David Ju. And you can't do that. It's Tool World Plus. <laughs> oh, well, they can always jump into our Tool World Plus. Yeah. Anyways. Anyway. Thanks for jumping back into another uh, Tool World podcast. Hey, David, do you remember how we started the podcast? I think you just asking. Just asking, just mostly mm-hmm. talking. Yeah. Because uh, there was this thing called the podcast. Mm-hmm. Now we're doing a video. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, someone that was asking, uh, can we see some demonstration? I said, well, this is our podcast. It's supposed to go on our podcast where people listen to it. But anyway, if um, people do want to watch some of our stuff, go to our Tour World Plus. That's a little plug for our mm-hmm. Tour World Plus. <laughs> link below. Link below. Anyway. This week, we're going to be talking a little bit about self-defense just demonstrations, particularly because we have, you know, black belt tests and, you know, we do the usual thing, dallying, patterns, kicking, uh, step spying. Uh, but... We also do some self-defense demonstrations, but we also try to veer away from calling it a self-defense demonstration as well. Uh, we, we generally call it more of a Taekwondo demonstration, but we wanted to talk about why we do so and why you want to do it and why you want to call it like that. Yeah, so I think that um, it's interesting. Not everyone has a self-defense curriculum. I think a lot of schools do have that now. Mm-hmm. Um, to s- supplement what is being taught in class, like for instance, knife defense or maybe gun defense or you know holds, joint attacks and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. If you look at the Encyclopedia by General Che, um, there is a section kind of on self-defense in a way, but really Taekwondo is geared towards self-defense. I mean, mm-hmm. foot, hand, art. And so a lot of things are really dealing with self-defense, right? Now, you, you're you going to have a lot of arguments that this doesn't work or that doesn't work, and I've seen a lot of that. Mm-hmm. And that kind of right. leads us to a different topic, maybe the do. What is martial art? What is Taekwondo? Most of my Taekwondo career over the last 40-plus some odd years, I guess, uh, there has always been self-defense right Mm -hmm. so maybe at a white belt we learn how to do releases and maybe yellow belts we're doing maybe some joint locks or something right Mm -hmm. i just remember one time general che i was at one of his seminars and he was talking about step sparring and what are the most important sparring oh everyone kind of says oh free sparring free sparring is the best that's Mm -hmm. that's but he says well yes it's good um but that really only that's more of a game because you're limited to what you can do. And what struck me the most was that he said, ah, three self sparring, one self sparring, most important. And I was mm. like, why? You know, and he kind of explains it, right? You know, three self sparring is you got brand new students who don't know much about Taekwondo and it just allows them to work with somebody mm-hmm. in a safe environment. Mm-hmm. But one self sparring says, you know, it should be someone just attacks you how do you respond mm-hmm. you so you demonstrate different attacks and you respond and so 
when I think about oneself sparring, I think of it like it's self-defense. Hey, it doesn't always have to be a punch. It doesn't always have to be a kick. Someone could grab me and I have to be able to respond to that, right? Mm -hmm. Someone could come, I could have them, okay, stand behind me and, do, and give me a bear hug. Mm -hmm. And we do the one-step sparring from that position. Mm -hmm. And so to me that um, becomes more realistic. It's like you're just out on the street and all of a sudden here comes a punch. Right. How do you respond to that? Mm -hmm. and you got to be able to move quickly and to right. be able to respond to that. And so I don't think that there was a really a self-defense curriculum. Mm -hmm. I mean, the, in the encyclopedia, most of the work is really done through the techniques and the patterns, mm -hmm. is if you look at it. And if you look at the encyclopedia, looking at, I mean, obviously have ground techniques and, you know, um, maybe some grappling a little bit, but not extensive, right? Mm -hmm. There's a lot of arguments for that too, I think. Um, obviously, different martial arts spend a lot of time doing that. We spend a lot of time doing different things, right? Mm -hmm. So if you're spending a lot of time doing on the ground, but maybe they can't break, right? That's just different. Mm -hmm. That's all, right. not, not to say it's good or bad. So we have come to the point where we had all of these different ranks have different self-defense requirements. And then for the black belts, we decided, okay, we're going to have you do a self-defense skit. Whatever you want to do. Whatever you want to go. Show us some self-defense. <laughs> so I, it's like, I'm kind of thinking, well, isn't kicking, blocking and kicking, and isn't that self-defense? Mm -hmm. You know, so you're kind of just putting yourself in that situation. And so I kind of think of it as more really as a demonstration of what you've learned in Taekwondo. Mm -hmm. Taekwondo demonstrate. I, I like it. I like calling it that myself because it's really a demonstration of what you've learned in Taekwondo mm -hmm. as opposed to a self-defense skit or right. self-defense demonstration, whatever you want to call it. Do you feel like there's any dangers in calling it a self-defense demonstration? Maybe. I'm not sure. I think you're always going to get somebody that says, oh, that stuff doesn't work. Mm-hmm. You're, you're going to get clobbered. If that was surreal self-defense, it's not happening. You know, not, right. I get it. You know, I mean, I, probably there's a lot of things that I wouldn't do in self-defense, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, some techniques. I mean, would you ever really do it? Uh, it can happen, I think. The chances are not high, mm -hmm. I think. You know, I mean, you'd have to practice certain, like circular block. I mean... What's the probability of you actually being? I mean, it happens. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that scooping action is that it's scooping possible. is possible. It's possible. Absolutely. I remember having a student. Um, we were doing some sparring, and and he got so excited. He says, "I just did a circular block in sparring." It's <laughs> like, "Oh, that's very cool." All right. Yeah. Um, but it can only happen because you train it, right? You know, it only can happen if you do it, and it's not just talking about it and it's not just watching it it's not just doing it once in a while but it's actually just doing it right mm -hmm. um, for instance that bow wrist um, mm -hmm. technique that I demonstrated or whatever mm -hmm. and you get a lot of comments well that's not self-defense no maybe not mm -hmm. right however if you can do certain things your body can do certain things it has certain ability mm -hmm. that's got to make your self-defense more effective mm -hmm. you might not do these techniques 
Yeah. But when you can do certain things, and if you can kick high, I'm, I'm in self-defense. I'm not gonna, probably not going to kick high. Yeah. <laughs> right? Would I even do a reverse turn? I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe not. It just depends on situation. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's definitely not the movies. So you've got to, um, uh, techniques have to be um, appropriate for the situation, right? And so, but if you can do 360 t- reverse turning kicks or 540, whatever, and you may never ever do it in actual self-defense, but your ability to do those things has to give you a lot of weapons or tools or even, it just says that you train a lot. Breaking 10 boards, four boards, five boards, it's nothing more than a demonstration, mm-hmm. right? Right. What really counts is that when you hit your target, if you can break two or three boards, you're probably going to cause a lot of damage on an individual anyway, mm-hmm. right? And so that's important as well. If you if you don't practice, if you don't test your power, mm-hmm. right, then how do you know that you can actually utilize it in real life? Yeah, there's definitely some things that you um, cannot practice. Um, well, we don't necessarily do in um, the regular Taekwondo curriculum where you're dealing with knife or Mm -hmm. baton or I kind of think that if you know if you can intercept the hand or foot theoretically you should be able to intercept some type of weapon Mm -hmm. I always kind of think of a weapon as really an extension of that individual's arm right Um, and so um, but different obviously because you can't just block the weapon because that weapon either yeah. could cut you or it could break your arm or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so now what we're talking about is um, distance, right? Uh, where it's hand-to-hand, the distance is different. When someone's got the, on the weapon, then that's a different distance, right? Mm-hmm. And you're going to have to move in a little bit closer or whatever it is that you, mm-hmm. might, you need to do um, to intercept that. Mm-hmm. But fundamentally, I think it's still very similar. All right. Well, let us know your thoughts on is it called a taekwondo demonstration or self defense demonstration at your school or self defense um, you know, skit? Self defense skit. Or <laughs> I know I know a lot of schools, you know, kind of do something like that, or maybe they do some or is it pre arranged free sparring? Yeah, maybe it's really pre arranged um, free sparring. But thanks for jumping into another tool or podcast. Don't forget to be safe. Keep training. I'll see you guys next week. Taekwondo. Thanks for listening to our podcast. We hope that you enjoyed it. We hope to see you next time.